to the Runner X Podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Welcome back to the Runner X Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Caroline, and I'm here with Coach Valerie. Coach Valerie, we see so much about um, strength training exercises for our legs that you need to do strength training exercises to improve your running. Um, what are some of the those exercises we should be doing? Like, what are the best if there is? Well, <laughs> well, and that's the fun part, right? What are the best? So really, like, there's only so many exercises. And so I, you know, for me now, for our runners, of course, we want to make sure our runners are strong and balanced. So we love squats and then we also like lunges and also step ups. And, you know, they're all, they're all a very similar exercise. And by the way, I also like deadlifts and I also like hip hinges. So the challenge is, is not that there's a best exercise is that to make sure that you include some type of squat style exercise, you know, squatting or a lunge or a step up. Some, some, you know, type of hip hinge, and that could be a glute bridge. It could be a standing hip hinge. There's so many great exercises. So our goal, of course, or my goal is to help people feel how to do these exercises correctly. And then we, of course, for me, it's like, I'm a coach. So I put together the programs for our runners. I don't want them to have to think about how to create their own strength program. So one of the fun parts is to realize squats are beneficial for everybody because you use squats in your daily life. Like you sit in a chair, you drive your car. I mean, there's, you're, you know, you're sitting and standing a lot. So learning how to do that correctly is really good for everything you do. Cause I mean, any, and of course I help people like when you sit up and you lift up, it's all the same part of like for running, like holding your body up. So we, you know, in so much of our movement that we use for running, we're actually doing other stuff that we need the strength for and to be able to hold your own body weight. So the fun part for us is like, we're going to show you how to do these exercises and how to do them correctly. And we're always going to start with your body weight. Right. Right. So kind of a fun thing we're doing for this next month is we're actually putting in a strength challenge for our members because so many runners come in to run our X and they come in with an injury, right? That's most people meet us, unfortunately, through injury, although we're so we get to see the fun after <laughs> we get to live through it and get the after. Yeah. And we immediately tell people we're also we're going to give you the skills of running to make your running more efficient. We're also going to give you strength exercises to make you able to run longer, faster, have more endurance, have more strength, all the stuff you need. And then, of course, you know, the running. And we also make sure to let people know that when we talk about strength training, we're talking about initially body weight. That's how we introduce everybody. We want you to be able to be strong in your own body weight and in using your own body weight. So it's important to understand that. And then we're having some fun this month. We're going to introduce people how to use extra, like how to use dumbbells, how to use a PVC pipe, how to use a barbell even, because a lot of our runners are either seeing this other places or even have bought this stuff. I mean, I know a lot of our runners have a set of dumbbells at home, not really right. sure what to do with them. And yeah, exactly. They've got them and they're like, okay, how do I, how do I add this into my workouts or, and then they don't actually know what's, what, what, um, you know, how heavy they should go. Should they do light with 
frequent reps or heavier with less reps, you know, and that's, that's what a lot of people have questions about. And a hundred percent. And because we're runners and we think more is better. So <laughs> many runners want to do that's like so true. high rep, high rep, um, muscular workouts or strength workouts. So yeah, this is a huge, con- this is a great conversation because just like with running, like running a bunch of miles isn't going to help me unless my miles are really high quality. It's the same with right. strength. Strength training for a reason is usually broken up into like sets and repetitions. You don't just go, hey guys. In fact, here we used to use this as a little bit of a joke. You know, there's about 1,500 steps to a mile. So can you imagine if someone came into the weight room and they're like, hey guys, grab a deadlift bar. We're going to do 1,500 of them. I mean, it sounds so crazy, right? <laughs> right. And that's always why we tell people running actually is strength training. I mean, you're holding your own body weight, you know, for hours even. So one of the things we want to make sure we do with our strength training is load you enough to get good results without fatiguing you or, you know, I mean, none of, you know, and looking at the goal of the strength training program. So that's the fun of what we're going to do this month is we like to do both kinds of strength workouts. Kind of like when you do a running program, you want to go for a long run. But you also want to have some work where you have to go a little bit at interval pace. So we have interval training also with our running plans. Strength training is really similar. Like it's great to do some body weight work and you can do some higher reps and even mix in some running. People really like that, which we actually just did. And then now we're going to go into more strength where we're going to actually work on the exercise and allow people to go a little heavier and do less repetition, which is really similar to interval training. You're going to get stronger. You're going to be able to hold your body weight better. However, we're going to make sure to not overdo it, not overload. And of course, not hurt you. (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. That's, that's going to be the, the, I'm not, I'm not going to say the toughest thing, but it's, it's knowing how much to do, when to do it, um, how to mix that in with your workouts if you're sore after strength training. But the other key thing that I'm really excited about with this with this next challenge is that you're going to be really breaking down, just like we break down the movement of running into the elements of the gait cycle. You're going to be breaking down those movements, those strength training movements, the squat, the lunge, um, a push-up maybe. I'm just, just bringing those in as some basic elements. And how to modify them, right? Uh, we were talking about this recently about, okay, if I can't quite do a stretch, how do I modify that? And I think people don't realize that this training that we do, our, our membership and how we work with our people is really tailored to where you are right now. You don't have to come in and understand or be able to lift a certain weight. You can do body weight, like you said. You can move into the correct movement because we're about the quality of the movement. Can you talk about how you deal with that as a as an older person coming in with other restrictions that I might have, other preconceived notions about my limitations? How do you deal with me when I come in? I'm trying to learn that movement. I've never done it before. Um, and that's a great, you know, it's funny. <laughs> I am now I'm 52 years old. And when I first when I got my very first job, uh, personal training at a gym, I was 19. And I was also an aerobics teacher, but also a personal trainer. And one of my first um, managers said to me, just so you know, it's going to take about 10 years for you to really get an understanding 
of all ages of bodies and things like that. And I remember thinking, I know so much. I don't know what she's talking about <laughs> at my age of 19. And what's amazing is it really, it's been that many years for me, not just helping other people move, but also me moving. And what's really interesting is that from the beginning of how I taught, and I'm, my uh, background, I'm a kinesis major from UT, I've always been really fascinated in putting movements together. And so when people meet me and they learn how to move, it doesn't, to me, I'm always like, we're going to work on the, the foundation of the movement. We're going to work on how to squat, how to do even a glute bridge, how to find your glutes, how to find your core. Like before we do core work, what is the core? So we actually really get really deep with that. And the best part is once you know how to do a movement, then wherever you are in that movement, you can go up and you can go scale like, or, you know, or modify, like you said. And it's, um, it's fun now because as an older coach, people believe me, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more than they do. And it's unfortunate, but I've been through also not just helping other people recover from their injuries. I've made a lot of errors in my movement and I do a lot of strength training. That's my passion. So I love running and I love lifting weights. And I've been involved in a methodology of weightlifting called CrossFit for about 11, 12 years. And when CrossFit first started, I had no idea what it was. And I realized, okay, it's just, it's like circuit training. That's kind of what I thought. HIT training, right. people call it HIT, high intensity interval circuit training. And it kind of got a bad rap because the way it was portrayed is you're going to lift really heavy and you're going to lift really fast and you're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> yeah, basically. When you actually um, go to a CrossFit, it's the opposite. They, they don't even let you pick up a barbell until you have worked with a trainer and used a PVC pipe or your body weight. I mean, it's really funny. Like, it's the opposite of what people think. It's, you know, it's perception. And, and it's amazing, by the way, because with running, you can sign up for a marathon tomorrow. No one's going to ask you if you've ever had any experience running, right? Right. Go run. <laughs> That's so true. They don't, they don't like check your, uh, check how long you've been running, how like, what was, you know, what yeah. was the last race you did or anything like that. You could yeah. literally like wake up tomorrow and right. say, I'm going to run, you know, today's uh, October sometime. I'm going to run, you know, the Houston or the Cowtown, which is in February and say, I'm going to go do the ultra, which is, you know, the, the 30 kilometers, what is it? 31 miles or whatever it is. Um, my point is that, yeah, they don't test you. They don't check you. And CrossFit did get a bad rap because when I met you, I had seen all the bad um, press they were getting. Oh, everybody gets injured. They don't coach you. They don't care. And then I met you and you talked me through truly the philosophy, philosophy of it. And you've worked with me that it's, it is about the quality of movement. And that's what's so imperative with everything that you do is really breaking it down to doing the movement correctly. And then, okay, now you've got it down. Now let's challenge you with making maybe distance or speed with running or adding weight or um, adding some more complexity to the movement. And that's what's, what I think is so great about working with you because you get that feedback, you get that real time, like this is how it's going to be. Um, and you can come in and you can say, okay, Valerie, you know, um, that, that workout yesterday, that strength training workout yesterday, oh man, I'm really feeling it in my hamstrings. How many times have I said that to you? Um, 
So what do you want me to do today, maybe in my run? Or should I do my full run? You have me doing A, B, and C. And you might come back and say, well, do A and B, but maybe cut C short. Or do, you know, you'll modify it for for me as a coach would. And that's what I think people don't realize because online programs aren't like that. They're watch this video and then go do it and maybe send me an email with how you feel. (laughs) I mean, the biggest challenge, like, when, believe me, when I first started, um, not personal training, but I, group teaching was a, a big thing for me. Taught, they used to call it teaching aerobics. So spinning and kickbox and step aerobics and you name it. And I taught it all. And when you would have a group of people in a room, you really weren't able to correct them. You were not able to do anything but lead because you were actually doing the workout, you know, with the class. Right, right. And, and I used to call that mindless. <laughs> Because it was really just about moving. It wasn't about how you were moving. I mean, I was still right. guy. It was, you know, knee up, leg back, side tap, you know. That, <laughs> that, yep. And so, and then in the training room, in the weight room, it was like me just showing you exactly what to do and then watching you. And I was like, okay, I've got to be able to put these two things together, you know, because there needs to be a way for me to do group strength training. And I started doing that. And one, obviously, I'm watching you. I demo, but I need to see you <laughs> at some point, right? So, you know, for us, what's been really fun with the online run coaching is I get to, on through the Zooms, through the check-ins, I get to watch everyone else's movement. And running, guys, is, is a challenge because the best part is you can practice in place. But also, when you go run, you have to come back one and talk to me about how it felt. But A... And B, you get to film yourself running and I get to see that and then help you correct. And then as a strength coach, strength exercises, obviously you do in place so we can work together that way. But also the stuff you do in the strength aspect will help you with the running and being able to connect those movements together. It's so it it just goes so well because a lot of a lot of runners, to be fair, they see strength training as kind of like, you know, like a homework assignment, you know, like, okay, I have to do And basically they'll do that. They'll do the exercises, if you will, but without any thought to the movement, more of a mindless movement. Like, okay, I have to do three sets of 10 of squats, pushups, and sit-ups, for example, right. you know, which are great exercises. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you really work on what the exercise should feel like, how you should be feeling while you do it, it's a completely different experience. Just like running, still going to do the same sets and reps. It's just the outcome will be different. Okay, so to kind of wrap this all up, but the big question that I have is if I have not joined uh, the membership or I I basically start, I want to start working with you and I go ahead and I sign up for the immersion. And in the immersion, we kind of uh, take you through running very, very strategically for the first basically 28 days. If I come in and I want to start before November 1st, before our group is going to start this strength training, is it possible for me to do both, do the immersion and do this strength training at the same time? Or do you think I should wait until we offer this again? Because we will be offering this same type of uh, strength training throughout the year. Uh, Sure. Especially if you're not training for a race. You know, if you if you're really able to just come in and have an open, coachable mind and you're like, I just want to reset my running, reset my strength, figure out how to put it all together, then this is a great time to come in. And, you know, yeah. by the and again, because we are run pain free, that's still our number one. 
but obviously run pain-free, strength pain-free. You know, we want you to stay pain-free. If you're coming in with an injury, just realize everything is about modifying, you know, right. scaling, whatever you want to think about it. So but sometimes the best time to learn is when you're not able to do full of what, you know, I tell people that are injured, when you come into the immersion, especially since you cannot run or long distance or whatever you've been running, this is the best time to learn because so much of the movement is static, you know, in place. Right. So just realize you absolutely can come in and um, do the immersion with the strength and probably a really nice way to balance the two. Okay. So if you're interested, go to our website, look at uh, work with me, uh, basically with work with RunRx, um, and you can join us in the immersion and stay with us for basically three months. You start with the immersion and then you stay within the membership for a couple of months. See if you like it. And if you do it before November 1st, you can be part of this uh, kind of trial group of the strength training. If you are listening to this down the road and it's after November 1st and you think, golly gee, I I really wish I wouldn't have missed that. Don't worry. <laughs> Join us now because we're going to, that's what we're kind of testing with our membership. If we've gotten a lot of great feedback from this, if it goes well, we might do it again in February and then do it again, you know, like throughout the, the year so that it's always something new and expanding on your learning and your growth within the gate cycle, within running and with being basically a, a, a long journey of running. That's, that's what we're all about. So if you want to join us, go to runrx.fit. That's R-U-N-R-X.fit. And if you have any questions, reach out to support at runrx.fit. Thanks, guys. Thank you for joining us on the RunRx podcast. If you'd like to know more, join us at www.runrx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runrx.fit. 